This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Looks like we're all tied up between the Eagles and the Cardinals. Boy, the Cardinals, the comeback kids. Kyler Murray doesn't actually start playing football until he's losing by at least two touchdowns. Then they just toss the game plan out the window and say, run, run, run all over the place. Run 85 yards to get a two-yard, to, to get a two-point conversion. Run 100 yards to complete a seven-yard pass. Run. Not a great way to play in the Not National a great football way. League. You know what? Not sustainable. I'm no Vince Lombardi. I'm pretty sure that's not sustainable. Yeah, I don't think it's sustainable, especially not with him. Uh, the Cowboys, by the way, are two-thirds of a quarter away what? from – like 10 minutes away. That I was just, much easier. I, I know. I, so, I, if you haven't I was noticed told yet, there'd be no math. If you haven't noticed yet, I enjoy making things more difficult for myself. Two-thirds of a quarter, so that would be two-twelfths. That's one-sixth. Mm-hmm. Right. We're now we multiplying fractions seven, on the Six Rings postgame show. Bringing the quadratic equation into the mix. Uh, it was my understanding that there would be no math. Exactly. <laughs> Cowboys are up by nine with 11 minutes left in Los Angeles, where the Cowboys likely have a bit of a uh, home field advantage. I imagine there are actually more Cowboys fans because they travel so well. Oh, yeah. Remember last year when uh, Amari Cooper was still with them? Coop. Uh, there were huge, oh, yeah. audible roars for our Amari Cooper. Now what do they yell? Like, Lamb. C. C. D. <laughs> C doesn't work. That just doesn't really. C. Gallup. Or do they just go like. Like, what are they? I, I don't understand. That would be they... kind of cool if you could get in unison a large <laughs> swath of fans at a road game to clap like a horse. That would be impressive. <laughs> that would be that pretty was cool. eerily good out of Fitzy, though. I thought there was a horse in the studio. It was. Did you really? Good. Every yeah. once in a while, he nails something. Every something. couple weeks. Wait, once gotta a get, month. You just got to give him a month. You got to six shows. You're Four like Andy Dufresne crawling show. through 10,000 feet of absolute sewage to get to the light of day. I really enjoy doing shows with my friend Andy. <laughs> 49ers are up 30 to 15 with just a couple minutes left. That one's over. Panthers stink. The Panthers stink. I told you they that. They stink. We watched the joint practices. They stunk then. Mm-hmm. And that's when I fell in love with the Patriots' dominating defense and Christian Barmore. <laughs> Yes. No, good point. Oh, yeah, and your boy Barmore, who is, uh, well, he's doing fine. He's being asked to he's do a fine, lot He's fine, but line. what has he done? Tackle people. I overhyped him. We can yes. be honest. Create some Christian pressure. Fourier is going to call in and take his little mm-hmm. walk of shame. Mm-hmm. I overhyped Christian Barmore. I'm sorry. As I am wont to You're do, not I the was only too one, positive. Andy. You're not the only one. There were a lot of people. I even, I believe, in an article that I wrote over the summer for .com, I believe I referenced a piece on NFL.com saying 
they voted him as the most likely second-year Pro Bowler, maybe in the AFC, Patriots, AFC, whatever it was. Like They were looking for the leap. Haven't seen it just yet. But there could be a lot of double teams and game planning for him as well. Are we going with that? Is that what we're doing? No, because whatever's going on, Matthew Judon is the one who's dominating right now. What can we do? What can we collectively, either as media, fans, whatever, what can we do to make sure that Judon doesn't fall off like he did last year? It's like not my job I, to make sure well, he doesn't fall off. I don't know. Off. I'm just, we're group thinking. Eat right, work out right, do TB12, whatever. Take a little something, something if you need to later in the year. I'm not advocating for any <laughs> illegal drugs. I'm just saying, whatever you need to get you up. And the team used to pay you to talk inside the stadium. <laughs> yes. Strange that it lasted as long used as it did. To. Used to. Used to. Hey, I left on my own accord. Mm-hmm. So you say, uh, Matt Rule, first coach fired? Oh, yeah. Today he had like this weird stink face, confused face up and down the sideline. Did you say stink face or steak face? Stink. It looked like he was smelling a fart or maybe had an uncomfortable booger in his nose. Like he was doing something. He just, yeah, dead man walking. And I've actually read stories like they want him, they should fire him soon so that he can get a college gig. And then therefore Mm -hmm. they can do the offset where if the college is paying him... Six million dollars a year. They're off the to, hook yeah. for that six right. and only have to pay three million a year. Or whatever. Yeah, weren't there reports even a few weeks ago from some of those like not fully verified but sometimes semi-reliable follows on Twitter, like uh, hashtag Panthers or like Panthers hashtag Coach Matt Rule has lost the locker room. You oh hashtag yeah, hashtag keep pounding or whatever. And, it, it was. and he's a popular like the the fans chant for him at like Nebraska when Scott Frost gets fired or places like that like oh Matt Rule do a great job next year some guys are just cut out to coach college yeah yes. it's fine they're Sabins Nick they're Saban. Spurriers or Tigers yeah now, Matt Rule the latest like sometimes you just hop okay. on board the train with the coach du jour uh, someone who seems like the sexiest name. Now I know everyone's talking about D'Amico Ryan's the defensive coordinator former player great smile for San Francisco think he might be next in line. Um, maybe Ken Dorsey, the former Miami he's going Hurricanes. to be hurt by uh, Robert uh, Sala. See, the problem mm. is when you follow yeah, Sala's winning now. The Jets are three and two. Yeah, we'll see. Relax. I'm Relax. just saying. Are you kidding me? I'm sure on our sister station tomorrow morning, WFAN, they'll probably be playing jazz the entire time and having a freaking Mardi Gras parade. Three and two. The Jets have a winning record. Five games into the, the Giants are four and one, sitting atop. Well, potentially sitting atop the NFC East. Dable. He's That's good. all Dable. Dude can coach. Yes, he can. He is a man's man of coaching. He has bounced around enough so he's his own man. He's got enough sampling of, of different ideas and systems and, and styles. I'm all in on Brian Dable being a good NFL head coach. He, Not sure I'm all in on Daniel Jones being his quarterback to allow him to oh, be. He's more of like a running back that has to occasionally throw the ball. So they we'll have no, you, would be the, you would be the third starting receiver on the Giants at this point. I can't cut like I used to. No, I know. Now, if you ask me to run straight and not all that fast, <laughs> I can get that job done. Otherwise, I'm screwed. We're going to k- go to break right now. We'll pay the bills. We'll uh, you, never got t- me, I, you never paid off last tease. Can I pay it off in like oh, yeah, a minute? Go yeah, go, go. You know what? Actually, go right ahead. Rotating quarterbacks does not work at most levels, certainly not at the National Football League level. And even if it did, I don't think there's enough differential skills right. between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi that I want to – alternate between the two of them like they're both undersized weak armed Mm -hmm. pocket passers who get by on their brains and preparation and those types of things so 
I'll pick the better one of those and run with it, whoever it is. It's probably Mac. We can have fun for the next couple of weeks pretending maybe Zappy's got a shot, but it's probably Mac. But no, I do not see any way in Hades or Foxborough that it would make sense to rotate those two. Couldn't agree more. There we go. Glad we paid that That was off. easy. That was very easy. What a satisfying payoff to a tease that was. That was Radio a happy ending to this hour. Oh, my mercy. Only a half hour to go. PTL, everybody. When we come back, we will start getting you ready for the Patriots' sixth game on the season here on the Six Rings postgame show when they travel to Cleveland next week, as well as give out our thumbs up and thumbs down. Who did it and who didn't today in the Patriots' 29-0 victory over the Lions? This is the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. We're back to the Six Rings postgame show on WEEI. Like, where's the host of this show? <laughs> I was letting it. Uh, what does he? What does he say? Does he say let it ride? Let it breathe? Let it breathe, Jackson. Chime. That's a TV uh, let term. it breathe. Let it breathe. They tell that to play-by-play announcers. Like, if there's something really cool right. going on, let it breathe. Let it breathe. Nat sound, they call it. You know, that was one of the things. Dare I say? Uh, final half hour here of the Six Rings post game show. We go commercial free right up till seven twenty-five. We'll pay some bills. Commercial free. Boom. Then we go to Westwood One's coverage of. Sunday Night Football, and it's a good one, Andy. I cannot wait to get home and catch as much of Bengals at Ravens as possible. Uh, I think the Ravens are three-and-a-half-point favorites. What do you got? Who do you like in that one? Uh, I always like the Bengals. They don't always win, but I'm a Joe Burrow guy. Like I love the swagger. Mm-hmm. I think his swagger is Joey made Ice. for rivalry Icy games Joe. like this. Uh-huh. Now, it's also hard to bet against Lamar and what he is doing this year and right. what the, the course he's on for this season, but... I think the Bengals are the better offense, Mm -hmm. probably the better all-around team right now. They've gotten their offensive line issues in order. They've settled that out a little bit. Of course, they had to go up against T.J. Watt and Micah Parsons the first two weeks, two absolute monsters, two freak athletes. So you would understand why there would be some issues. Of course, he didn't play very much in the preseason as well. And as we've talked about on the pod here on the radio and beyond, pretty cruddy football so far in a lot of ways because you can't tackle anymore during the week. Everyone's concerned about concussions, understandably. The preseason is a mess. No Nobody one's actually plays. playing their starters. So, like, now I'm really understanding what Belichick at all say. Like, it takes four to six weeks to figure it out because first four to six weeks is kind of a mess. Oh, and on top of it, there have been injuries out the wazoo across the league. And as Tom Brady said, I don't know, I see pretty bad football ble- being played. And I agree with him. This is one of the few times I've agreed with Tom Brady in recent years. Oh, and by the way, uh, as we get into thumbs up and thumbs down on the game today, as well as the player of the game. Thumbs uh, down to Giselle. <laughs> I'm Team Tom. Represent. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Really, if there ever was going to be a march or like a protest, 83 Leo and Birmingham get you. What? Torches and pitchforks. Sorry, I no, support No, I was going to say. And working dads no. everywhere. Oh, have mercy. Is he please. not the representative for the working dad? Ah, there's nothing more. When I listen to Bruce Springsteen's Working on a Dream, 
Uh, the first thing I think of is Tom Brady grabbing his lunchbox, his pail, and his canteen. Just trying to provide for on the car hearts and making his way down to the factory. Put, you know, three square meals on the table a day. Build a house. He's just trying to provide. No. Thumbs down. Oh, what? The ultimate thumbs down of the week. You would say, like yesterday, Kyrie was uh, kind of going through his thumbs down. He was like, you know, like, these guys are tripping. And it was like Draymond Green and a few others. Antonio Brown. Did you see his tweet today? No, here's where I'm on AB's side. He actually tweeted AB's out that graphic. has been a dink his whole of, life, and Tom Brady took him into his house. That's on Tom and Brady. And the gratitude lay he with, shows. Lay with dogs, you get fleas. The gratitude he shows is by tweeting out that thing of, like, daddy's getting a divorce with some artist putting or photoshopping Tom Brady in there. Are you surprised? He's a bad dude. He's been a bad awful, dude since that, Last week, he, last week he whips, it, whips it out at a Excuse poolside me? in Dubai. He did. Oh, I thought you were talking about the Giselle photo he put of him, like, hugging and kissing her at the Super Bowl. I'm, uh, He's a Brady. terrible human being. He awful. has been forever, and Tom took him into Do his family. Do you mean that somebody who disagreed with his medical treatment and decided to take off his pads and do shirtless jumping jacks in the end zone at MetLife Stadium might be a tad unhinged? Oh, no, he's nuts. I think he's been nuts for a long time. Speaking of rivalries in the North, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, and Bengals, I do not believe that this is the Vontez Perfect hit, that, that he went off the rails. You Speaking of off the rails. So? No, I think he's been nuts his whole life and career. But it had to, something had to have... Uh... Tom Brady's getting ready to go to work. That was just He's packing up, making his avocado sandwich, getting his sprouted crispy seaweed snacks. Hey, those yachts don't pay for themselves. He's putting on, he's putting on the Uggs, splashing a little Stetson on, getting into the TB12. Those islands shirt. on Billionaire Island or whatever, I mean, the house mansions, they don't pay for themselves. Man's got to work. No more relatable working class man in America. Tom Brady, ladies and Absolutely stunned to see Antonio Brown tweet that out early. But then again, of course, How what happens when the Patriots release him after yeah, like, 11 days he went after Mr. Kraft? So he's the worst. me once. God, he's the worst. Like, he, he's, no, I think he's very consistent. I think he's Consistently remark- horrible. He's, yes. Yes. It, the lowest common denominator, expect that from him. Like, whatever the right. low. What's like, beneath pond know, scum? Like, honestly, something has to hold pond scum up. Like, it can't be water. Yeah, okay. Well, It floats. It's a good point. But something <laughs> causes pond scum. And what's at the root of pond the scum? The hell of the worse. earth. It's a spring from Satan. Like, he really, it, like, he's just, oh, uh, shame on, like, Terrible. now I feel gross for allowing myself to, like, Sort of like oh, you dirt. people embraced him. Uh, you know who really I stand him. by? I sort of like the greatest, uh, greatest quote that's ever come out of the New England Patriots locker room. In we my are opinion. all Patriots. Nope. When Antonio Brown We're bringing arrived, this sucker home. When Antonio Brown arrived, as they are wont to do, they put Matthew Slater out there to talk about it. Oh. And Matthew Slater said, "As a leader of this team, but not necessarily as a man, I'll welcome into him into this locker room." He knew he was a bad dude. Right. He said it right there. He said it for you. And everybody wanted to pretend because he can jump high on the practice field. Remember those photos? Mm-hmm. And catch the ball and, oh, Miami and all this. It's fun that what? he's not a bad dude. He's well, a terrible Tom, dude. But that makes me think there's some vicarious bad dudeness to Tom Brady. Then no, he's he was simple. Willing. Can you help me win? Wow. Come aboard. That's all he cares about and cared about This isn't about like a time. Lee Marvin movie. This is real life and they play football. I'm telling you. He, he is focused on one movie. thing. 
Tom Brady is addicted to winning and competing. We've seen that. It's costing mm-hmm. him his marriage. He would bring anybody aboard to help him win. Like, that's his, his drug, right? That's his addiction, is winning and competing in the National Football League. It's a phenomenal story and a sad one, all wrapped up into one collection of years and tales. Tom Brady finishes up the season. He's like, Bill, 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 I need to come home. Bill, I'm sad. Bill's I'm like, all, I, I got gotta, zappy. Get out of my hair. I, gotta, I already lost one marriage. I need to repair the other one. Bill. Would you take him back? Pfft, are you kidding me? I would do anything for another hit of the drug that is Tom Brady playing quarterback for the Patriots. I'm good. Anything. I'm good. I mean, I know the ship has sailed. He ripped off the Band-Aid the for ship us. ship sailed. It sank. It sailed again. It rose up. It's like the freaking Pirates of the Caribbean, one of those ghost ships. I know. Then the trophy almost followed it down. Like, Brady finished the let's tequila. Not. Let's not. I know. But at the same time. Can we move on? Wouldn't you a little bit like... No. Would, uh, Brady, I'd feel dirty afterwards. Brady, Brady. I'd feel dirty afterwards, wouldn't you? Now there's horses. So it just rode off. <laughs> yes. You're not bad at that. Thank you. Wow, look at that. Mark that down, Nick. 7-11 in well, 15 seconds. Andy Hart actually said, you're not bad at that. Well, First thing, res- even closely resembling a compliment for me. It's like the text line that started the show that said, Andy Hart's excited about something good for once. No, 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 I'm a very simple man. You show me something good, I'll react excitedly to it. You show me talent and ability, I will praise it. You show me bad, and I'm going to say it was bad. It's called objectivity. Oh. Y'all should try it sometime. You are a simple man indeed, and we appreciate that. About when you. do I get to do we'll my see, thumbs up and thumbs down? Right you're now. done babbling about Brady? I, it's okay. of interest in market. Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed. It was at I, the forefront of WEI.com, one of the finest websites in all of sports today. Thank you very much, sir. Thumbs up and thumbs down with Andy Hart. Funny Andy, thing is, a thumbs up. They won today. I need a little bit more time because there's so many thumbs up today because they were so good. But I am going to start with the aforementioned, and we've talked about it, so I won't belabor the point. Bailey Zappi mm-hmm. showed up. Made plays, nearly doubled his yardage from week one as I checked the math a little bit. Um, Shouldn't have had an interception, not on him, as you pointed out earlier. We've got to call that a giveaway or something Giveaway by Nelson Aguilar. Cool, calm, collected. Um, I thought he was efficient. Did what he needed to do. I know the... Somebody brought up the third down. They weren't good on third down. They obviously no. weren't good in the red zone. Nope. Like if you dig deep on some of those numbers, mm-hmm. this is not good enough over the course of a long span or a long season. Luckily, they played a team where Belichick owns coastal real estate in the quarterback's head, and he outcoached the pants off of the other guy. But never yeah, the last time they had a game where literally winning was the only thing you should care about mm-hmm. was when Jacoby Brissett was a rookie thrust into playing, and you're like, oh, my God, they won. That Thursday night game was awesome. LeGarrette Blunt, they handed him the ball like 50 times. All that matters. Did Brissett have like a big touchdown run, too? Yes, a boot, a naked boot, and like he wasn't Mm -hmm. even a runner, but like he just kept running because there was a lot of green grass. Texans fumbled a bunch. Wasn't that game also a shutout? Uh, It was. I think it was 16-0 or 19-0. It, Very similar it was game. Good the, point by you. See, and I can that's do all that matters, not the stats. And any of the, like, we'll, we'll work on that the longer you're in there. Next online, we've talked about him. Matt Judon led the defense. He was dominant. He was superhero-esque. And not the first time. I actually thought the first half against the Ravens, he was shot out of a cannon and had all kinds of energy and pressures that day. Wise actually cleaned up with the sacks in that contest. Today, Judon gets a couple foresight. Jack Jones, talking about energy. And we should also remind, in case we have a different audience right now, that Matt Judon, uh, I think it's a Patriots record you pointed out earlier, five games, six sacks, first guy ever to have a sack in the first five games of his season. Correct. 
awesome. besting Andre, Andre Tippett, Tippett was on the a field Hall today. Love to see that. Also did that cool video for uh, the Patriots that was social. Excellent. Um, Jack Jones, a week after his big pick six against Aaron Rodgers and his fun, infamous, cocky quote about being disrespectful to throw an out on him, mm-hmm. he made another big play. This time dropped out of his coverage and picked off a terrible throw by Jared Goff, who is disrespectful continuing to play in the National Football League Mm -hmm. because he stinks, but looking for TJ Hawkinson, and Jack Jones picked it off. I love where his development is going. I think they need guys like him, and I think Devin McCourty believes it too. I asked Devin a couple questions this week about Jack Jones and the comment and the cockiness, and do you ever try to squish that? He's like, no, go play football. You're supposed to be young. You're supposed to be cocky. He said, but you better not give up any outs after you made that comment about being. Exactly. But. If you can do it, talk the talk, and then walk the walk. And I'm surprised that Ty Law would come on the Greg Hill Show last Tuesday, as he does for every Tuesday, a Ty Blanking Tuesday, I believe they call it, and makes the appearance and says that he needs to, like, play football and, you yeah, know, weird. shut his mouth. It was weird. Like, Nobody you were was the king of swag, chatty. the cockiest guy yeah. on earth. Now, Peter King doing the, the, the grandpa finger wag, I would sort of expect that a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I like this about this kid. That Absolutely. and the fact that he... Read the play, ran over, and made that pick. Very athletic. Great instinct. And I bet Bill kind of likes it in a place deep down where he's not going to tell him about it, but he kind of enjoys the swagginess of it. Nick Folk, mm-hmm. we don't need to say any more. Five field goals. He was your scoring. When you go bad in the Money. red zone, you better have a kicker that always makes his kicks. Nick Folk does. Ramondre Stevenson, 161 yards rushing. Dude is a machine. Dude is a beast. I, my new comparison for him is Saquon Barkley, so maybe he's a blend of Le'Veon Bell and Saquon Barkley. If he ever gets the opportunity, I don't know how long the injury is going to be with Harris. I think you're just going to see a star develop before our eyes. I think we saw it happen today. Unreal. I think that I asked you earlier, is today the day that Ramondre Stevenson rested control of the number one running back no. role in the Patriots? I think they're still going to split it. Um, because you have two backs that are good. You can share the load. He did look like he started to get a little tired today after 25, 26 carries, whatever it was. And why force it? You're probably going to have to go to him with the bulk of the carries next year, depending on how things play out when Harris, if Harris leaves as a free agent. Uh, Jacoby Myers, we talked about it with Christian earlier. Seven for 111. He never fell off. He missed a couple games, Mm -hmm. comes back. Different quarterback on the field and just seven catches, eight targets, 111 yards. And I will say, that's a that's a big boy touchdown, 24 yards. That's yeah, not like is. a little dink and dunk touchdown. And his 15-plus yard uh, average, he's moving up. He used to be the 9, 10, 11 kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's making a few more plays down the field, see if that can continue. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. I want to check my th- uh, thumbs up to make sure. Did you get everybody? The offensive line should also be included, but that's a uh, Adrian Phillips. I wanted to mention Adrian okay. Phillips. You can mention Adrian Phillips. He's gr- he, like the just toss it, ragdolling people well, left mean, and right. We could mention a lot of guys today. Kyle Duggar, right? Had a couple nice tackles. Had obviously the scoop and score touchdown. Hey, and Hunter Henry, welcome line. back to the party. Hunter Henry, welcome back to the party. You have a new uh, host, and his name is Bailey Zappi, and you guys seem to connect a little. Um, thumbs down, Nelson Aguilar. We was catching. Unlike Aguilar and his mishaps, I like to put that out there. Yeah, well, he added to the list of mishaps today by the ball hitting him in the hands near midfield, and he just, you said it earlier, he John who smithed it. He John who <laughs> it straight Hey, I don't want armor. this. It's a hot potato. You want Here, it? you take it. Um, uh, and it just can't happen. And then he had a, a hamstring injury, which I don't know if that was just a way to get the hell out of the spotlight and go away. Um, the run defense, I thought, was a little lackluster early. Um, they were getting five-yard chunks with mm-hmm. ease. They were moving the line of scrimmage. I still think that's an area to watch uh, moving forward. Uh, you know who's on the horizon, the Cleveland Browns. 
They obviously have one of the best running tandems in the National Football League. You need to get Lawrence Guy back out there, in my opinion. I think this Big all time. stems from Guy missing time. Um, and then, obviously, the red zone offense. I'm not putting it on any one player, any coaching, anything. But this is now becoming a problem. They're near the bottom of the league in red zone offense. Mm-hmm. They went 0 of 5. They are now, I believe, 6 of 15 on the year in the is red zone. any of that on the play calling? Oh, yeah. I think it's a group effort. Bill wants me to say everything's a group effort, right? The coaching, mm-hmm. the play call. Everything's a group effort, so you're failing as a group. Put it on the quarterback. Put it on not having a true red zone threat, like a dominant one-on-one physical option. We'll see if Hunter Henry is kind of rejuvenated because he was a key red zone guy last year for Mac Jones. If you get a couple Hunter Henry red zone touchdowns, that will make you a little bit better. So red zone offense is an area that needs to improve. Uh, looks like it's going to go final in Los Angeles. The Cowboys are going to move to four and one. The Ramajamas going to two and three, twenty-two to ten. What a that rush! Stinks. See, 49ers. I can do it with other teams' backup quarterbacks too. Rush oh, to judgment. You. Oh, how about that? Oh, it hurts so good for Eagles fans. Looks like they're going to go to five and zero. Oh, still be the only unbeaten team in the NFL. You buying them yet? I don't. Oh, it just went final. There you go. You buying them? Uh, as as a as a Super no. Bowl contender, like a legitimate yes, yes. fifteen and two kind of team, you trust them to run out what should. It's a talented ro- roster. It's a it loaded is. roster. I don't know if I, I still know totally buy the quarterback, and the coach is still relatively mm-hmm. young and unproven. Niners, remember his press yep. conference? Oh yeah, what a debacle that was when he took the job. Yep. Now he has the best team in the NFL, maybe. I mean, everyone thought, like, out on Sirianni, this guy's a disaster. He was awful. They got him. He had, like, a, a, a breakdown the on the stage. first part of being smart is knowing what to do. There you go. Was, and we're going to have schemes. And, we're, and those schemes, we're going to see if they work. Have systems in place, and we will have systems in place <laughs> to do so. He was systems so bad. In place. And now he leads an undefeated team. The Dolphins are worried about because Nick they have, Sirianni's Because they have drafted, team. like, absolute champs. And by oh, the way, Jimmy's we are, and Joes, not we are having and so much fun talking about the Jimmys and Joes as we broadcast from our Best Yet brand studio here on the Six Rings postgame show. Andy, we got a, uh, I'm going to give a quick minute to last call of the day, Danny from Quincy. Danny. Yeah. Danny. Danny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't hear the bell. I didn't hear the bell. All right, well, ding, ding. Let's All go. All right, got a minute I'm for a, you, pal. I'm very professional with this. Anyway. Thank you. Um, I found this game hard to watch. I'm sorry. 0 for 4 in the red zone. Early in the game, they had no pass rush on Goff, and that's when he, he actually was moving the football through the air. And When? I don't know. I just – and Stevenson, could they have given, given the guy a rest? I know Harris got hurt. No, they didn't have another running back. Yeah. They didn't have another running they back. They had two running they backs had, active today. Two, that's it. And Harris went out with a okay. hamstring then injury. I, then in the my, my bad. I'm just, yeah. you know, I hate to see the guy get punished the way he did. Uh, you know, but I, I just, I found it hard to watch. Andy, I told you two weeks in a row that Belichick would bench the quarterback he doesn't like or he doesn't think is performing in practice. And you said, ah, that's, that's, that's. That's never going to happen. And then you come on today and say there's a quarterback controversy now. I mean, give me a break. I, I, I swear to God, some of the things I said two weeks when, before Lombardi made those after Lombardi made those comments, that should have told you. And I told you last week Belichick was overly complimentary to Zappi, which he never does. And then you said, well, he, he was complimentary to Mac all Jones. last yeah, year. Over the course of 17 games he was. Right. But – Something happened after the bye week last year. I think they played good I think, teams uh, and lost. 
I'm sorry? They played good teams and lost. Yeah, but everything. Mac no, lost his so. way. I Judon got Jones, tired. Something happened. Something happened. They played they good were, teams. They were completely – either Matt Jones wanted some of the players to stay behind and and work through the bye week when they all took off. He doesn't really understand how the NFL is. He lost his team, I think, after that because they, they continued that, and mm-hmm. I think he regressed. He was an interception machine. Granted – and Thanks, Danny, Danny, unfortunately, we got to go. I appreciate that, pal. But we only have just two minutes left until we got to call it, and then we go to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football: Bengals at Ravens. Andy, time now for the player of the game. Patriots player of the game is brought to you by Cars for Kids. The easy way to donate your car: donate today, and your car can be picked up tomorrow. Go to Cars for Kids. That's Cars with a K. dot com or one eight seven seven Cars. For kids. A-A-R-S, cars for kids. Andy, I think I it's easy spell. today. Your player of the game for the New England Patriots is? Number nine, Mr. Red Sleeves in a red jersey, Matthew Judon. Multiple sacks, multiple QB hits, pressures out the wazoo. I disagree with Danny. I think the pass rush was there early and often throughout the afternoon, and the play of the game was the strip sack that led to the Kyle Duggar return for a touchdown, 59 yards. Um, Matthew Judon is playing an elite level of football right now for your Patriots. If he can continue to do that, that is huge for a defense that is starting to find its way with Jack Jones maybe as a corner and develop things in the back end. So Matt Judon, huge today against an offense that was supposed to be number one in the NFL. That's right, and a very good offensive line he made with it excellent awful. tackles. Awful. That's right. He in dominated them. Yep, he did. Some bad coaching because there was some T.J. Hawkinson, and he made Jared Goff just turn into a puddle of Goff goo on the field. The Goff offense was Goffle, dare I Goffle. say. Uh, all right, in 10 seconds or less, too quick a preview next week, Sunday, against the Browns. You give him a chance. I absolutely give them a chance, but the run defense, Lawrence Guy, you need him back. I I think they could run it right down your throat, so we'll see. We need that L guy back in a big old way. Patriots 29, Lions 0. Thank you very much for listening today and welcoming us into the car, to the after tailgate, the garage, wherever you enjoy the show. Great job, Nick LaPan. Thank you for calling in Christian Fourier. Appreciate the audio from Kyrie Thompson. He's at Jumbo Heart. I'm at Fitzy GFY. We'll talk to you on the Six Rings pod this week, and we'll hear you next Sunday on the Six Rings postgame show following Browns and Patriots. See ya. See ya.